This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Rudy, I told you we should move last night, but you wouldn't do it. So now she's back. Well, you all was out of trucks. I tried tried to get one. I'll find you. (laughs) I I tried to get a moving van, but they didn't have any available. So, um, yeah, I'm just, we're moving around some stuff, all the rest of it. Um, I was just talking to to Brittany about this. We have a sick kid in her family. You got a sick kid in my family, Andy and his wife and kid all don't feel that great. So what, what is this now? Is it caused by the smoke originally? I I know a lot of flea bites too. I don't know. She's got, she woke up to these little dots all around her today. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Justin's going to bring her in. He's taking the day off, and he's going to bring her in. We're going to find out. But, man, she's just not sleeping, and she's such a good sleeper. She normally does, like, a two-hour nap in the morning and a two-hour in the afternoon, and it's like every hour she's waking up just miserable. And so it's just I understand. Rough. That's how it's been for – I guess a lot of people have that. And do, do we know what it is? No. She's going in today. Hopefully we'll get one an appointment Right away, she's the place opens up at eight fifteen. There you go. So yeah, it's just hard. I just feel so bad when you know when they can't talk or tell you what's going on because you're just like, you just feel bad for her. I feel bad for her. You know, like I'm not sleeping, she's not sleeping, but she's miserable. Do you think maybe she found out that you're her mother and she's depressed? depressed. You think that's what the problem? That's all I got for you for comebacks. Rudy, Rudy, did you notice one thing? Yes. When she's exhausted, she doesn't yell. (laughs) You are right. You don't know that. You should not sleep ever again. You don't. The show is only two minutes in. You don't know. Oh, no, there won't be any more. Rudy and I worked that out yesterday. Well, because I wasn't here? Yep, you're out of the mix as far as the volume is concerned. The solution really was just me not showing up. (laughs) <laughs> well, and again, I'm here to tell you, and I'm very serious. I'm not going to talk about why, but, you know, just got a, an ill child. But if you got to go, I have no, no problem with no, it. No, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Everything's fine. It's just, All right. it's just, uh, it just sucks when a kiddo hurts. I hate that. But sick kids more than anything. Yeah. Although, remember how nuts I was when I found out I was going to have a baby in the first place. I know, right? Okay, let's get the razor wire, and then I'll get the <laughs> tank in the front yard. And mm-hmm. No, and I'm just being a little emotional because of, you know. Gee, why would you be? Four hours of sleep, cumulative, oh, the last God. two days. But, um, no. no, I'm Justin's got her. Everything's fine. It's probably just a little virus, or it yeah. could be even an ear infection. It's just... She's whenever we lay her down, she just screams miserably. So her and I were in the tub at like four a.m. Oh, say! And I was so scared I was gonna fall asleep. So I was like, "I'm in there too with you." So we're both just in the tub, just sitting there, and she's just kind of looking at me, and I'm looking at her, and we're like, oh, yeah. "Yep, this is our life right now." That is not good. The no, the no sleep thing is not good at all. Yeah. No question about that. But hopefully everything will work out. Like yes, I said, there's... of course. She's going to be fine. I'm just tired. And I'm glad to be here. It's actually nice. Um, it's way easier than being home with a sick kid. Oh, so she dumps on us. <laughs> I, I agree. Like, that's your vacation is when you get away to be like, I have to go to a place I that, know. that is not here for just 15 minutes yeah. sometimes. Yeah, you just have to get out of the house. So, yeah, I will take. Both you crabby little babies. Crabby? Yeah. I'm in a great mood. Mm-hmm. I am grumpy, not crabby. <laughs> Get it right. It's a big difference. It's a big difference. I'll be crabby tonight at about 1030. Why is that? Because I have to work 14 hours again oh. today. But hey, it's a pleasure. 
I mean, look, you know, we just started the show four months ago, and and people are responding really, really well to it. So, you know, you got to work. You got to work a lot to get into that position. So it's wonderful. It's all working out. Have you ever been to a soccer game? Oh yeah, but Tino Latieri is one of my best friends. He was the goalie for the Kicks. But have you ever been to this new stadium? No, I've not. Me neither. I heard it's beautiful. And that, well, a friend of mine built that too. So I got to go see that too. I got a lot of friends, you know. I don't know if you know that or not. No, I didn't. Not good friends, but friends. (laughs) Successful friends. Yes. Yeah, there there you go. Yeah. Yeah, I know a lot of people have enough money to keep me separate from them. Here, we'll hang out, Tom, and then you'll leave. Yeah. You can come to my building I built. Oh, okay. Cool. Oh, that's true. No question about it. But yeah, that's uh, that is tonight. God, what do I have? I got a bunch of stuff. We're gonna we're gonna shoot a video together today after the show. Is that today or tomorrow? That's today. Right? Today, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's good. Doug Sprinthal's coming in for the nine o'clock hour, which I'm pretty excited about. Today or tomorrow? Today, uh, t- tomorrow. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's coming in tomorrow. That's exactly right. So uh, looking forward to that. Tevin Pittman will be in today. We, we do got- love some Tevin. You know what? Yesterday I noticed that Rudy never interrupted the end of my sentences like you always do. Well, that's why he's... You know how comfortable it was to not be interrupted at the end of every sentence that I said? No, I don't know what it is. I know you don't. (laughs) (laughs) We decided that if you go on rants from now on, that Rudy and I just go, really? That's wild, man. That's wild. That's wild. You, I oh, got, that's wild. I got emails. <laughs> oh, did you really? Yes, because I checked them. I uh, went, went to my cousin's, and she was helping me watch it for a little bit. So I was like, I'll just check and see if there's any emails or anything I can do to help the show. Whoops. And I got these, Brittany, that's wild. And I was like, why are people writing me this? Oh, that was, that might have been the two of us. Maybe. Yeah. Just an outside chance we're picking on you when you weren't here. But it all works out. You got a good smile on your face. That's good. It'll actually, it'd be probably good for you. Yeah. I mean, if you got to go once she has her appointment, I understand that. But it'd be good for you to, to get your mind off it. So that's, that's a good part of it. And again, everything's fine. It's yeah. probably something yep. silly and little. It's just two days of not sleeping and leaving her when she's kind of reaching for you. I have to quit yeah. talking about me leaving. I don't know why. I'm just being really emo. But... Um, it's your baby. Um, wh- I, did you see the Pat Sage or the uh, Ryan Seacrest? Kristen called that. She already changed the subject. We're only <laughs> two minutes in and she changed the subject. Well, I changed it because I don't want to talk about leaving her. Well, yeah. It's my job to do that. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Well, let's talk let about... Me get a, let me get out of your way here. Let's talk about my sick baby more and that'll... Sure. No, I was just... We were just extending some, not sympathy, but understanding. You being nice to me makes me cry, so can we just not? Okay, asshole. It's time to do <laughs> <Thank> this. Thank you. <laughs> do you feel much better now? <laughs> I would like to shit on Ryan Seacrest for five minutes, if that's okay. Yeah, no problem. Right? Let's, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to that. No question about it. Uh, yeah, so Ryan Seacrest is... So they're speculating now, at least your buddies over at my talk were speculating, that um, that's why he quit the other show, because he knew this was coming. Yeah, it makes sense, right? Do you right? think that's true? I was thinking about that this morning Were when they that announcement. I was like, you slimy little bastard. <laughs> I know. What a son of a bitch. No, he wait a minute. She just got happening. back today. <laughs> oh, you're talking about... Yeah, what a snake. I feel like that guy had... He knew this was coming down the pike, so he decided yep. to jump ship from Kelly because he just couldn't handle it anymore. Oh, I... Uh, this makes me respect him even less than what I already did. I know, and it's so funny because the reality of it is we would all take that job. Oh, yeah. 30 days. Uh, wait, wait, wait. 
That job only pays like $28 million a year. Oh, you're right. I wouldn't uh, get out for, of bed for that. No yeah. way. Forget yeah. it. I'd leave you guys to co-host with Chris Eggert. <laughs> yeah, what do you think about that action? You could hey, wake up that early. Chris on the phone, we could set this up. We oh, get, it done. get him out of here. Get him out of here. Um, That'd be wonderful. Yeah, because he claimed when he left uh, live is that he had too many jobs. And I need, I need to take a break. I have too many jobs right now. Oh. And so for him to pick up another job, I mean, granted. Is he the example of how lucky you can get in America? <laughs> With zero talent. He has no talent at all other than kissing ass. That's what he's good at. I disagree a little bit. Really? Yeah, because I do feel like he is a hard worker. The guy, if you kind of look at his upbringing, he was a fat kid that everybody made fun of, and he was like, you know what? Screw everybody. I'm going to drop the weight. I'm going to get super cut. I'm going to become a huge success. And... He kind of did exactly what the American dream is. Work your Looks ass good. off and get exactly what it is that you work for. Here's what annoys me, is that he literally is works around the idea of exposing people like, hey, this person, this, but he doesn't give anything about himself. Yeah. And he's just boring. No, wait a minute, I have a question. You said he exposes other people on, on the... Well, like... The Kardashians, he runs that one. He, um, you know, used to do the cold gotcha interviews and, and the, oh, okay. the the whole, you know, leaning into <clears throat> the emotional things of people on American Idol. Like, mm-hmm. oh, and then your leg, you you broke your leg in four places. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That, like, Is life... that where he started? Yes, I think American oh, yeah. Idol. Okay. Well, okay. I think that's where we all... Yeah, radio was where he started. Atlanta was his first big. It was uh, the same building as the rock station down there. I can't remember. But that was his first. It was like Star FM or something is where he first got his big break. Yeah. Star FM. You're listening to Star FM. Playing all the shitty music that will give you HPV. So is he still? (laughs) Oh, thank you. That's nice to think about. My crotch just went up inside me. Thank you so much for that. And that's just science, okay? (laughs) It's just science. It's all it is. No question about it. Um, Was he in the same... uh, yeah, because Cumulus had a a couple of stations down there, I think. I believe it was whatever the predecessor to Cumulus was. So oh, okay. Citadel, when they, Citadel, maybe yeah. when they owned those stations down yep. there, that was his first big, uh, you know, venture into entertainment. Okay. So, well, God bless him. Like I said, again, that's the American dream. Fat kid becomes thin. It says, I'm going to be successful. It is. It's the American dream. He did it. It's just less romanticized when you guys go, fat kid who got, that fat son of a who bitch. got ripped. Like, being fat is not cancer, okay? It's, it's not cancer, but it's a motivator, and it is disparaging. Trust me, from a kid who had little man boobies when I was growing up, it was, being a fat kid is tough. Yeah, that is true. It sucks. It's true. not fun. Yeah, fat bastard. You <laughs> oh. get that in school every day. That's nice. I remember having to play shirts and skins basketball and oh, faking sure. that I got a cramp so I didn't have to take my shirt off in front of all my friends because it is embarrassing. You know what? You bringing that up many, many years ago. Bobby. I'll just go with Bobby. He was the drummer for Blood, Sweat, and Tears and ran the music uh, department, the A&R department for Capital when I worked there. Great guy. Wonderful guy. But we're going to play basketball when we're on, uh, there's a company meeting in Palm Springs. So we're going to play a basketball game. And this is when I was at my heaviest. I walk on, and my buddy, Bobby, my friend, goes, Tom, why don't you be a shirt? 
Oh. Yeah, okay. That's okay, Bobby. That's really Got great. the message. At least you aren't hairy. You've never been a hairy I've, person. I'm not hairy at all. And I don't know what that's all about. Because that's always weird when somebody takes off their Look shirt and you go. my arms. I don't even hear on my arm. I know. When somebody takes off their shirt and you go, take off your sweater, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I've seen that, too. You're right. And by the way, you play shirts and skins with a hairy bastard. That sweat's getting all over you. Yeah, it, it's a film. It is. It doesn't come off you when it you br- when you have to rub up against that. Oh, it's terrible. I will play tennis with strangers. I can't imagine playing a contact sport no. with strangers. Uh, well, they weren't. I suppose some of them were strangers. Yeah. You're right. Some of them were like a pickup game. Bobby Columbi, that was his name. Great guy. Uh, like I said, one of the nicest guys on earth. But you know that one shot, I'll never forget. <laughs> You see what I'm saying? Yeah. There was a kid I went to high school with that was super skinny, great basketball player. And before school, we'd always play basketball in the gym. And one day he came to school in a silk shirt. And Uh-oh. I was like, I was like, how are you playing basketball in a silk shirt? Aren't you going to sweat right through that thing? Because I'm a sweat hog. I still am to this day. Yeah. And he's like, I don't sweat. I was like, is he a magician? <laughs> how, how is he not, people don't. How doesn't he sweat? I'd be, I'd, I would be wringing that thing out by second period. <laughs> I wonder what that is, because I'm not a big sweater either. Uh, I, I don't sweat a lot. Uh, what I actually, is that? Well, I, my mom smoked when she was breastfeeding when I was a baby, oh, and I, okay. I had this massive rash all over me, and they took me in. And then one day when I was in my teens, I could not stop sweating. It was so bad. I mean, I used to get made fun of. I couldn't wear green or gray. It would be the middle of July, and I had a black Reebok hockey jersey that was like three inches thick that I would wear every day oh. just to hide the sweat because it would just oh. pour out of me. And when we went into the doctor, the uh, the doctor was like, did some blood tests, and it came back. And the first thing he asked my mom was, did you smoke when you know he was a baby? And she said yes. And he goes, well, the nicotine, like, Gave him a chemical imbalance, and that's Ooh. why he sweats now Jesus. all the time. Oh, did your mom feel terrible? Oh, awful about it. Yeah, she was like, "I'm ruining your high school years." I was like, "Well, that was going to happen anyways." But is it now something that's like calmed down, or can you? It's controllable. Yeah, but it's... you don't seem. No, my t-shirts last about six weeks to two months. And well. then, yeah, that, I, then they got to go. I the first time I've ever felt like a sweaty person when I was very pregnant, and then right after having the baby, like. It was like I would do something and get sweaty. But that was like my first. You get like an experience like that and you go, is this how people are living? Like that is hard. Like, oh. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Why. I've never been a big sweater. Even when I you know, lifted a lot of weights and all that stuff, should be sweating like a sunbitch like everybody else. But I, I sweated, but not a whole lot. Yeah. Do you think that's part of that being hit in the head with a bat, too? Yeah. Pro- let's also write it all off to bat. We I, don't know what it is. It did change my life forever because I am nowhere near as sensitive on my skin as I was before that. Do you get headaches ever? Oh, yeah. Really? Absolutely. You can still feel the little crinkly deals on the side of my head where Oof. they grew over. Ooh. Here, you want to feel my crinkly and my, my not? My crinkly? <laughs> maybe. Maybe during the break. Yeah, there you go. Well, Tom... Yeah, it's uh, I, I, that stuff does change a lot, I guess. I, who the hell knows? But some people just sweat a lot and others do not at all. And I don't know. That can't be good for you either, though. To not, to not sweat at all has got to be not good for you. Do you run hot then? Like you would rather have the AC blaring 
Yeah. And how about Kinley? Is she run hot or is she cold all the time? Uh, I think she may have gotten the sweat gene from me. Because okay. she went to Valley Fair yesterday and came back and she's like, I have to change this shirt. I am so sweaty. <laughs> I was like, oh, you got it. You got it. It's like when Teen Wolf comes out of the bathroom and dad's like, ah. Oh, no. I didn't think it was. I thought I was going to skip a generation. <laughs> A Teen Wolf reference, and it's only 716. <laughs> we're lucky no, to be alive. Yeah. Aren't we? It's just amazing. I do have to do the weather. I know that. Uh, showers and thunderstorms likely mainly before 10 o'clock in the morning. Widespread haze before 7 a.m. So I still think this haze might have something to do with all of this stuff, with the, the bugs and the this and the that. and A lot of smoke in the air this year. Uh, widespread haze uh, most, uh, most of the afternoon, mostly cloudy with a high near 83. Tonight, a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms, mainly before 10 p.m., partly cloudy with a lower on 66. Then Thursday, a 20% chance of showers and thunderstorms after 1 p.m., mostly sunny with a high near 87. So Thursday doesn't look too bad. Today looks okay, I guess. But, um, yeah, I mean, Friday, partly sunny, 87. Friday night, partly cloudy, 66. Saturday, mostly sunny, 87. So some nice weather coming. Yeah. But what's the indication there? What? That kicks in when it's no longer June. Oh. Mm-hmm. I have that argument with people every year. Oh, it's June. It's going to be great. So the weather is never. It's nice for about four or five days the entire month of June. Yeah. And it's like that every year. Yeah. I got no problem with that. It's, you know, we need to grow stuff and it needs to rain and... But everybody thinks, oh, June, it's beautiful. No, it actually is not. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? So right now it's mostly cloudy. It's 68 now, but a high later on today of about 83. We'll keep an eye on that for you. We've got to take a break here. We'll be right back. A couple minutes more news right after this. Kristen Burt. Uh, she has a new name, though. God, I have a new name for her when she comes on this Uh-oh. morning. So, you know. We'll be right back right after this. Thank you. North of, you know, I just talked to Bilski on the phone. Now i got to talk about Bilski again. Is this fair? every day. I talk to Bilski a lot. That is true. He's your, is he your BFF now? He's one of them. Mm. He definitely is. i got about like five friends. I had a lot, of, lot more friends, but they all croaked. It's not fair. So it's easy to get in there. So if anyone's looking for a BFF, it's easy. He's vulnerable right yeah. now. Yeah, just wait for another friend of mine to die and come on in. That would be really, really great. Hey. What the hell, man? <laughs> Anyway, thank you to North American Banking Company for being such a great partner of the Tom Bernard Morning Show, the very first partner we ever had. As a matter of fact, Bilski. I've been banking there for years, and I highly recommend that you do the same. North American Banking Company is locally owned and operated, which means loan decisions are made here in the Twin Cities. They're not shipped out of state, which I love. This helps business owners solve problems, expand their businesses with confidence, They offer the same online and mobile banking options as other banks, too, but with the unparalleled service of a community bank. When North American Banking Company first opened in 1998, they made a promise to deliver a better banking experience for their customers. Or you know your banker, and they know you, and that's a fact. Uh, Well, a lot has changed since 1998. This commitment to being a true community bank in the Twin Cities has not. There is no shortage of banking options in the Twin Cities. If you're tired of being just a number to your big national bank, uh, be sure to check out North American Banking Company. I have been banking with them for decades now, at least a couple of decades, 1998. There yeah. you go. Find them online at nabankco.com. That's nabankco.com, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. When you need someone to listen, a lawyer you know and trust. If you've never been in an auto accident, it's hard to know what to expect from the insurance adjuster. Here are some tips. One, if they talk to you about whether or not you should hire a lawyer, it's a good sign that you probably should. 
two, it's illegal for them to give you any legal advice. They aren't lawyers and they aren't licensed to practice law. Three, if they tell you that everyone involved in the accident is at fault, they're wrong. This comes from the belief that you're at fault for just being on the road. That's nonsense and not supported by any law. Finally, remember that friendly adjusters are often just gaining information. They want you to do most of the talking so they can file their report. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. I hope you're never injured in a collision. But if you are, don't sign anything until you've talked to us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw Bryant. This is Tom Bernard for Niemeyer Trailer Sales. They've been a part of Minnesota since 1965, and their name says it all. They are family. If you want to take your passion on the road and make memories camping wherever you want, no motors, but pull trailer RVs, go to Niemeyer Trailer Sales. True story. The very best brands live at Niemeyer's. Like the latest from Rockwood by Forest River, number one in their class, whether you want a tent trailer, expandable, travel trailer, or a fifth wheel, Niemeyer Trailer Sales has it all. Plus, they deliver on the forgotten art of customer service with personable employees, often sons and daughters of the third-generation family-owned business who simply do what they say they will do every time. Come explore their huge selection and consult with RV service pros. You will leave satisfied no matter what you are looking for. The Niemeyer family welcomes you to visit both of their locations in Albertville and Elko New Market before your next vacation. Head to N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S dot com and put your passion on the road. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. At Power Lodge in Miller Marine, their 88-degree sale was hot, but if you miss the boat, we'll have you on the lake before sunset with their hook-and-go special. This throttle therapy just got real. Now through the 4th of July, only bring home your own trend-setting Bennington pontoon with savings up to $40,000 off MSRP. Their showroom is waiting with water-ready pontoons and tritunes, huge Independence Day savings on boat, motor, and trailer packages, Go from floor to shore in the same day with competitive financing options and no money down. Looking for delivery? Just ask their team of experts. They specialize in moving your next party on the water from their place to your place. Over 600 watercraft in stock. Launch into adventure today at Power Lodge in Brainerd, Ramsey and Onamia, and Miller Marine in St. Cloud, the world's largest Bennington dealer. This is Tom saying head to PowerLodge.com and get some hook-and-go fun today. Financing available on approved credit, freight, and prep not included in pack. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. 724 now. It's 24 minutes after 7 o'clock. A little news, a little information. Kristen Burt coming up in just about, well, what, about 10 minutes, something like that? Yeah. Somewhere in that ballpark. Uh, I've never heard of menu anxiety. Do you know anything about menu anxiety? I feel like I, I can tap into that. I don't think so, but I understand. I think I know what they mean is that there's oh, too do? many choices. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. that might be it. Yeah. So you think you agree with that? Too many choices? Yeah, I feel like there's a part of me that wants to make the right choice. And like, you ever been been with somebody who's a really good orderer and you're not, and like they always end up getting a better meal than you? No. Oh, my sister's a really good orderer, and it gets me real jealous. I'm a very boring eater. Let's see. I'll have a steak and some mashed potatoes. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I am a, a very boring eater. What do you get at that uh, fancy Italian restaurant that you... Uh, Whatever they got. <laughs> Just like, bring it all over. Let's go. Because like that one would be intimidating to me because I would want to order the right thing there. What, what is I'm, I'm Bar La Grassa. Yeah, Bar La Grassa. We're setting up a dinner there with... Uh, I think Amy's going to... I know Amy's going to come. I think Dan's going to come. And then the three of us and... Pff, 
bomb. I've never been. You've never been there? Nope. Nice daughter I've got. She's never taking her there? No, Alex. Jesus, Alex. Alex and I roll differently oh, when we're not you? with you. Let's um, go to White Castle, which I love, by the way. I love right? White Castle. So. Um, yeah, we are more of like a let's eat peanut butter while standing up while the kids are playing at her house. Like, we Don't are not bring going up peanut anywhere. butter again. Oh, yeah. You got you got Rudy and Rudy and I are at odds with the grape and strawberry I know. and the whole shooting match. <laughs> yeah, we see eye to eye on the peanut butter. We're we're both super chunk guys. Mm-hmm. Yes, but when it comes to the jellies and the jams, boy, you couldn't be further apart. But I do like strawberry too, though. I was trying to think of the, is there a, I don't like orange jelly. I know that the marmalade. Yeah, I'm yeah, not a yep, fan. Yep. I, I agree. Yeah, no, no, no. I agree. You know what? The, you, there needs to be more of it on this planet. The next time you order up some pancakes, go boysenberry syrup. Really? Delicious. Oh, that's the stuff in Montana. Yeah. It's Huckleberry. A, that's Huckleberry. Yeah, that's but, what I'm thinking. But go so boysenberry, the same thing? Uh, it's a little bit sweeter. I'm not sure oh, too okay. much on the Huckleberry, but I do know that the boysenberry is where it's at because these people with the maple, they can pound sand. It is boysenberry all the way. All right. Yeah. Works for me because I tell you what, that Huckleberry is plenty good. So, so you said boysenberry is even a little sweeter than that? Yeah, I'm, I don't think I've ever had the Huckleberry. So oh, Huckleberry God, is a is berry good? that only grows in Montana. In Montana, yeah. And so they use it for everything. You can get Huckleberry lotion, which wouldn't advise to do that while hiking because bears love Huckleberry. Oh, sure. Um, they have like Huckleberry syrup, Huckleberry jam, Huckleberry everything. I'll bring, I think I might have some in my fridge. My dad buys it to, for me every Christmas Catherine, and birthday. Yeah. Catherine does too. She always really, yeah. You know, she gets the Huckleberry. What did Val Kilmer's character Doc mean in the movie when he kept saying to people before he killed them, "I'm your Huckleberry"? Why did he say that? It's so sadistic. I know, isn't it? <laughs> it is kind of when you look at, I'm your huckleberry. Like, Ooh, I feel like that was one of those lines that was, you know, when when uh, Iron Butterfly put out Inagata Devita, yep. and it was supposed to be in the Garden of Eden, but yep. they, it sounded like it. So they went, all right, Inagata Devita. I feel like that line was supposed to be like, you know, I'm your huckleberry. Like, I, yeah, I like maybe. maybe I'm that guy who's like going to put you in the ground, but it just came out, I'm your huckleberry. And they went, all right, huckleberry it is. Could be. Yeah. You know, there was one guy that ran in the room and said, I got the name, Inagata Devita. Because he was trying to say in the Garden of Eden. Yeah. But he said, Inagata Devita. Yeah. That's why that happened. You're absolutely right about that. It's like Brittany. Brittany's real name is Louise, but they mispronounced it. Because <laughs> I was screaming it into the <laughs> mic. <laughs> Louise! Brittany! I'm, my name is Louise. Uh, in any case, menu anxiety. Do you ever panic at restaurants when everyone's ready to order except you? If so, you're not alone. It's common enough. There's a term for it now. It's called menu anxiety. 30% of us get uh, menu anxiety, especially younger Americans. 41% of people in their 20s, 30s, and early 40s get anxious. Why is there so much anxiety in that age group? I don't know. I I, I really have been looking into that, too, because so many kids in my life have anxiety. And I don't remember ever having anxiety as a kid. We did. Did you? Yeah, but I don't. Everybody has it now. Matter of fact, this. I only got one more line that that I can do at the end of this other deal. But I was watching the news this morning, the national news, and there's a big trend now uh, called live quitting. Remember, quiet quitting was there for a while, but now it's live quitting, and they showed a bunch of young women, and they insist on live quitting now, and I don't understand what's the big deal 
What is live? What is live quitting? Well, quiet quitting—you just don't show up. Is that what happened with quiet quitting? I think quiet quitting is you are basically just not doing any of the tasks that you are supposed to do until they fire you. So you take the money, but you don't work. But yeah. What an unethical piece of shit you are. <laughs> Brittany's pointing at herself like, yep, that's Why me. would you do that? <laughs> that's been me for <laughs> the last 20-something years. No. Well, the last four months. I mean, I know about the last four at months. At least the last four months. You don't. That's a flat-out lie. I know. <laughs> she goes, I know. But I like leaning into the fact that, uh, pretending that I'm the laziest person ever. Um. But now, no. Let me finish the story. Yeah. You got to pay attention now. From now on, we promise to pay attention. Remember that? No, I never made that promise. No, I know, but Rudy and I did. Yeah. So we're going to force you to pay attention. I don't. I, just, okay, I got one well. obligation, and no, it's this no, ring. No, <laughs> Otherwise. Is it a longer drive for you to get to my talk? No. Yes, it is, actually. Okay, so shut up. <laughs> so they, right? they don't want me full time, so oh, please. Oh, yeah, we'll see. So see? be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> God. You know, I do listen to them a lot on the way in in the morning. They're great. I like the guy, Jason. Jason does a good job on there. Jason is so fun. Alexis is so fun. They're great. Alexis, yep. She's on that show. Very nice. So so I, I thought you were going to leave here and go there. Damn it. I would have never taken this job. I, I, they wanted me to look like a bunch of people want me, but nobody wants me. You don't uh, want me. Rudy doesn't want me. I never need. I, I learned a couple days ago, I never knew you worked at CCO. I just did some freelance with them. Oh, I, but I never knew you were even ever on there. Where did you, who told you that? I was trying to think who told me that. Um, maybe Amy. Oh, okay. Maybe. I'm not sure. But I, I, but I never knew that. I knew you had worked at some other places. Uh, right before the pandemic, I was doing freelance both at CCO and MyTalk. And then they all shut everybody, like anyone coming and going, absolutely nobody in and out if yeah. you're not full time there. Well, there's going to be a lot more of that in that business. I can promise you that. There's going to be a hell of a lot more doors being closed. It's a different deal. But I am not good for WCCO. Oh, you're not? I mean, like, I went in there and I was, like, trying to fit a square peg into a round hole. Like, it was, I'm less serious than they are, for sure. Are they, are they really serious? Oh, that's right. Yes. It's very political, isn't it? Mm -hmm. It's a very, very political radio. Yes, thing. very serious. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I was thinking about going to work there because Chad Hartman's my good buddy. So I was thinking about going to work there and the uh, owner, Shithead McGee or whatever his name is, I don't know who sure. it is. Spot on. But he, oh, yeah, he, he's not one of us. He actually said that. It's like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. You have a club now, do you? I just love them when pe people think because they vote a certain way, they're in a club. Like, come on. They're not the ones you want to work for either. They, That's what at, I hear. At the time, love you, WCCO, but at the time they had this um, uh, guy running it, and he doesn't run it anymore, but he was Mr. Like, yeah, do this shift for us just like for free. And I was like, no. For free? No. Like, they were like, can we have you at a Vikings, you know, this or that, like in a live event. And I was like, yeah, like, I'll send in my, you know, my, invoice. I'll send in the invoice, whatever. And they're like, yeah, like we were thinking it was like a trade. I was like, no. Trade of what? Like I have to park? No. Mm -hmm. So what do you get in the trade? I'm not, I'm still unsure. <laughs> I'm waiting. So they never paid you? No, I got, I, I said I wouldn't do it if. Well, so. the guy there, the general manager there is a nice guy. He used to work at KS95. Ah. Yeah, he's a very nice guy. I talked to him a couple of times and I, I, I would have liked to work with him, I think, but I just. That was not a good fit for me, They're other fine. than Chad. I'll tell you what, mm -hmm. too. 
you want to talk about a building you want to like is going to fall in on you. Really? Yeah. That, that used one, to be beautiful. It, it's one of those ones that probably hasn't been updated since you saw it. It. Oh, since way yeah. back in the day, Tom. <laughs> when you took your horse and carriage yes, into work. exactly. It's cool looking, but it's definitely like, what's in these walls kind of feeling. Like, this is, this is old. asbestos It feels it, yeah. yeah. I can't, he pronounces, his name looks like Gonzalez, but he pronounces it different. Gonzales. Gonzales, that's yeah. exactly right. And a very nice guy. Mm-hmm. You, did you work with him? I did. Good guy Great to work guy. with? Oh, the, one yeah. of the best, yeah. Yeah, he was really, so, uh, you know, I had Chad and I had him, and he was a really, really nice guy. There's a couple of people that used to work at Channel 4 I'm not exactly tight with, so maybe that has something to do with it, too. But, uh, you know, it is what it is, right? It is what it is. And I'll be going to a soccer game tonight with half of the people at Hubbard. Dang. What do you think? Goal! Goal! First soccer game I ever went to. It was the 4th of July. When were the kicks at the... It was at the old Met Stadium, so this was a Mm. long time ago. I don't even remember the kicks. That'd be cool to have a shirt that... From then. I'm sure, yeah, Tino probably got a bunch. Might be a little big for you. I'm fine with that. But uh, we were walking in to the stadium, walking through the parking lot. My mother wanted to go because she said, "I what's this soccer thing? I don't know anything about soccer, and I want to see. I said, Mom, you know, they won't let you smoke in there. Well. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well. I go, okay. My mother could smoke, man. I, I'm not kidding you when I say she would be on the phone and she'd take a drag off the Pall Mall and smoke would come out for about a half hour. Did she ever ride a drag? Jesus. Did she ever ride a plane then or would she not at the tail end because she didn't want to smoke? She never went on a plane in her life. She never went on a plane? Never. She never went on an airplane. She never went anywhere. But did you try to get her to go? Like, No, I tried to. to- I said, hey, wait, you wait here. No, she didn't want it. She, wouldn't, she would go to Long Prairie. That's okay. She would go up to Long That's Prairie, her- drive her up there. That's her big vacation? That was her big vacation, go up and see all the old, well, she was born in Browerville right there, and, you know, so that was her big deal, but, you know, so it all works out in the end, but yeah, she never flew on a, I didn't fly on a plane until I was like 16. Yeah, which is early for, <laughs> I think a lot of people had, my mom had until she was like in her 20s. Well, the only reason I did is because my older sister, Vicky, who was 18 at the time, had gotten the job and she paid for my airfare. That's really cool. You ever met Vicky? No. I adore that woman. She flew you out somewhere, where'd you fly to? Uh, Los Angeles. My brother Terry lived there at the time. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I learned as a 16-year-old, I don't ever want to live here. No, but how cool. <laughs> no, it was. It was great. It was, it, you know, that part of my, my life was pretty damn cool. There's no doubt about it. Um, I wonder, I wish we could find out what the price of the ticket was. $17. How's that? Something like <laughs> to fly? It wasn't much, I bet. Well, when we first used to take the kids, when the kids were, I think... Six and four, we started going on vacations with them to Florida. So cool. Uh, four tickets, 200 bucks. Yeah. As I mentioned, as I, as I mentioned uh, a friend of mine had passed away. The funeral is uh, Friday and Saturday, oh, yeah. and we have to fly people in from California. And I was on the phone with them yesterday, and I'm like, what, what, what's the deal? And they're like, we can't find, for the four of us to get there, we can't find a flight on Thursday for less than $2,000 round trip for all four of us to get there and back. <sighs> It's like, oh, that, that sucks. A, so it's five hundred bucks a piece. Five hundred bucks a piece. Yeah, that's yeah. as low as it's gonna get. Yeah, you're where right. they're at in California, it's just you're just gonna have to bite the bullet and do it. I'm that's sorry, it. I didn't know you lost a friend. That's terrible. Yeah, not to yeah. bring not to bring everybody down, but 
Yeah. Yeah, way to go. Way to go, Brittany. Yeah. Bring it back up again. Sorry. <laughs> I want to lean into sad. <laughs> I'm leaning into sad today, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, let me finish off this menu anxiety thing because we got to get to Kristen Bird here in a second. Uh, so, yeah, 30% of us get menu anxiety. Uh, our top tactic for dealing with it is something you've probably done. Tell a server to come back to you and take your order last. No. I'm here now. Order or get out. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't, I don't have these problems. Do you have menu anxiety? No, I don't. No, but I, I do appreciate I when people let me go last. Well, that's fine, yeah, if you go last. I also appreciate if we all, okay, so like if we do go to meals together, can we just share some food? Yeah, we do that a lot. Yes. No, we do that a lot, as a matter of fact. Well, if, when we go to Bar La Grasse, so I'll get the room and we'll get it all teed up, and you just spin the plates around the room. I mean, you all take a bit, little bit of this, a little bit of that. That's my dream really world. Like, I like the idea of having a bite of everyone's yep. food. Yep. And I haven't Brittany, been there a long time. Brittany, it's just at our table. You can't reach over to yeah. the people's next to you and oh, just no, be no. like, what do you got there? Because I, I know you're prone to it, so we're just giving you the warning now. Like, what if I ha- sit with them for a little bit first, and no. then I grab? See, you just ruined it for me, because I'm going to set up a private room, not because I, th- I think we're cool. It's just because... So no one would know I'm hanging out with Brittany. Yeah, yeah. So, you know. You know what I'm saying. You're not the first man to do that. (laughs) (laughs) You're not the first one going down that lane, ladies and gentlemen. Why are we at this planetarium? Shh. Ixnay. (laughs) Two towns over. Ixnay. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time to add the lovely and talented Kristen Burt. Although she did change her name. Her new name is uh, Michelle Obama. And... (laughs) Uh, it was on the family podcast yesterday, and it, it, uh, we were just talking about this, that, and the other thing. And, well, Kristen knows this. I'm, I don't like politicians. I tried. I tried my best to like politicians. I just, there are a couple I like. You know, Ryan Winkler was in doing the family show. Ryan's a really good guy. He and Pat Garofalo. What I like about them is that he is a Democrat and Pat is a Republican, and they're very, very good friends. And they both believe in solid positions, so they're not weak or anything like that. Chris, do you think we'll ever get back to the point where it's not all about... Because I tried to watch the national news this morning because I woke up early. Why would you do that to yourself? I know. Why did I do it to myself, Kristen? It's just, all oh, those hateful people over at that other place. It's like, you're trying to make money off of our misery. Shut up. It's yeah, all money. local making. news. I'm going to have to. because I, I really do have to because they don't do much of that, the local news here that I've seen anyway. They don't take, take sides politically. Except for when, when I'm involved. Then it's like, and some people think that he's a racist. They actually said that on Channel 5, you know, in July. It's like, why would you do that to somebody who's going to work here? What year? Just this last year, when I was July about to 2022? come. 2022? Yeah. It's like, that's been disproved about 8 billion times, but they still do it. Because it draws attention, I guess. And I'm a big enough boy to not care about it. It's like, you can call me whatever you want. I don't give a rat's ass. I have proof that I'm none of those things and blow it out your ass. Who cares? Right? But was it a random news anchor? Because news anchors aren't supposed to be throwing that around. I don't know who told him to say it, but he did say it. That's one boy when I meet him, I'm going to bring it up to him too and ask him about that. It's like, why'd you say that? Make him uncomfortable. Oh, I love making people uncomfortable. You know that to be true. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, That's the one thing about that whole argument on the national news, what you're talking about, 
Do you realize the damage you do by calling someone homophobic or racist or whatever when there's no proof that they are? Why would you want to hurt somebody that badly? That makes no sense to me, right? Yeah. I, I mean, I think it all starts with social media. We talked a lot about does. that. People yeah. sit, sitting behind the keyboard, just typing away. No question about it. They're going through a lot of that. Well, we were just talking about that, that new thing where the, there used to be quiet quitting and now there's loud quitting. And, and it's mostly <laughs> you don't young, like your employers. See you later. It's mostly young women, too. Uh, well, every person they had on the show, uh, on the news last night, uh, or this morning, excuse me, uh, every one of them was a young woman. That they, they don't want to quiet quit. They want to tell you, I'm quitting. They want you to know for sure that I am, I am going to quit. So what changed? I feel like women are empowered to have a voice. I think oftentimes in, in corporate settings, especially mm -hmm. a lot of times leadership is men. If there's not enough women, I think sometimes we feel a little like railroaded, unheard. It's one of those situations where you just really feel like I can't take this anymore. And is any job worth it? Yeah, there's got to I mean, be something. You do need a paycheck. So some people might be in more fortunate positions than yeah, others. And it's yeah, easier true. to quit. There are a lot of people that need that paycheck and have to take out, you know, take that daily abuse day in, day out. I mean, I, I've i talked about this over and over. The company doesn't exist anymore, so it's no big deal. Mm -hmm. But I worked for, I was an entertainment editor at a women's health um, website. Mm -hmm. So I did all the celebrity interviews, all that good stuff. It was run all by men. The entire board was run by men. Mm -hmm. The CEO was a man. And I'm like, what do you know about women's health? Like there was no, we had one person in senior leadership that was a, a woman and her voice was continually drowned out. She was always like, my hands are tied, my hands are tied. Yeah. It was such a bad atmosphere to work in. And I do think they um, collapsed right before the start of Me Too. I'm like, they would not have survived Me Too. <laughs> well, I will tell you this, and this is an absolute fact that over the years in, in radio and broadcasting that whole deal, I've worked for men and I've worked for women. Kind of a pretty close balance of that too. And uh, pretty even mix. They were all pricks pretty much, except for a couple. And uh, the biggest asshole was a woman. There's no question about that. So I suppose it's just personal experience, right? Okay, it's personal experience. Yeah, it's, yeah I mean, I work for all women right now. Um, where I go to work every single day and write and, you know, do interviews and my outlet. It's, su it's such a happy place to work. I love it. That's good. So, yeah, you just never know what you're going to get. But I think people, I think the pandemic taught a lot of people to just like, you know what? Life's too short. <laughs> I don't want to put up with this. So maybe they yeah. line up another job and then they yeah, quit see that. very loudly. Now you have to remember, I was raised by women too. My mother, my sisters, Bobby and Vicky raised me. There's no question. So I was raised by women. That's why I have such an edge to me. <laughs> they, they put that in place. But, yeah, I mean, I, I, the one thing that is kind of disturbing to me right now, looking at this new loud quitting thing, and it's not just because they were young women. and I, They were very young women, too, that were all on this. It was a national TV uh, show. Uh, no, I'm sorry. It was a local TV show with national news. That's what it was. It was a lift for a local broadcast on Channel 5 here, but... I just don't, you give some people power, they just can't handle it. Isn't that weird? I don't think that there's enough leadership training done, honestly. And you that's what that it right. is. If someone rises through the ranks, like what training are you giving them to lead a whole team or anything else like that? And um, I've done a lot of work with leadership um, 
in term on the automotive side because automotive for some reason does a lot of leadership training for their executives. Oh, really? Yeah, they do. And I did a huge program that I led with uh, another co-host of mine during the pandemic because nothing could happen. No one could go anywhere. And it was really interesting to see. And it's interesting to see when you train people to be able to handle circumstances and to listen and to because people want to be heard. And if you're not, if you're just talking over them constantly and telling them what to do and not listening to what your team is saying, Everyone's just going to be unhappy. So I, I think that, you know, that makes a huge difference. Okay, I want to ask all three of you this, too, because I just thought of something else that has happened. The worst case scenario with being stabbed in the back by coworkers or bosses or whatever, all three of them were people that I got the job. They would have never gotten the job had I not recommended them. The second they took over, they turned into complete raging assholes. What's that? I yeah. mean, you guys been through that? I, 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 I yeah, haven't. I understand what you mean. It God. does, it does, to play devil's advocate, it does suck when you were that guy who was on the team and then all of a sudden you've been working hard for that promotion and then you finally get it and they're like, okay, first order of business is you have to now d- delegate responsibility to all the people that were your friends and now your friends are going, hey man, weren't we having beers two weeks ago yeah. pissing and moaning about management and now you're giving me work? And then it does turn into like a weird thing. That's why anytime I've been at a radio station and they're like, we're going to uh, you know, outsource the, the uh, PD spot if you're mm-hmm. changing over, mm-hmm. they, they never bump anybody up because the staff was so tight that if they bumped one person up, it would, everything would fall apart. So they would, always, they, would, yeah, they would always just find another program director from a different market. And I would yeah. always say, great, because I don't want to have to negotiate with my yeah. friends for my paycheck. And then all of a sudden, it puts a chasm into our relationship. Yeah. It's just, I don't know what the hell that is, though. You do a huge favor for someone. And I didn't work for them. I worked with them. Mm-hmm. But they just were, a few of them just turned into complete raging pricks. I don't understand why you would do that. Yeah. That makes no sense to me. Like Kristen stabbed me in the back yesterday. It was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It was hard to believe. Monster. Monster. No question. Total about monster. It. <laughs> God, it was whole, it, we, we we found out yesterday that uh, that Kristen is a huge Michelle Obama fan. No. Oh. So I said, God, I thought you were smart. No, <laughs> that's no, not what I, I said. I'm not, I'm not a huge. Oh, I would I would say I I admire like what she's done post White House. I there think, is yeah. we have, we have a good friend. I won't say their names because I identify, but we have a good friend and his wife is really, she's not really conservative, but she's kind of middling leaning conservative, but she's a huge Michelle Obama fan. I think she's inspiring. She's a great speaker. I think she's, I I like that she's honest about her White House experience. She's like, honestly, when Barack wanted to run, I wasn't really for it. And you understand all of the reasons why, too. Like, who wants to? I mean, besides being like, yeah, I was first lady. Do you mm-hmm. really, really, really want to be in the firing line the way any first lady and any president is? I love Michelle Obama's speeches. She had one I watched recently. And I think she was sitting down with Oprah or something, one of Oprah's big events. And it was something along the lines of, She's like, I'm just so confused. These young people walking around saying, I deserve to be happy. You don't deserve anything. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> like, I deserve to be happy. And it's like, that's not granted. Um, no, I, I couldn't agree more with that. And there was a lot of things. She's, she's a great speaker. And, um, yeah, I, I, I like her, too. Why, what's not to like? 
Well, when you say things like, this is the first time I've ever liked being an American, I don't really care for that much. You caught her on an off day. Oh, okay. We caught her on an off day. Yeah. Look at her arms. Those alone are worth watching. She got the big I know. Pipes. Those she's, are admirable. That's a gun show right she there. She does Absolutely. have the big pipes? Yeah. Oh, oh she's that. got gorgeous pipes. They're just like... Do you think we'll ever be able to get back to a situation where our politicians, instead of ripping us apart, will try to bring us together? Because they're not even trying now. We all just came together over Michelle Obama's biceps. What are you yeah, talking about? In this yeah. studio, I don't think the four of us are going to carry any votes. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that the four of us are not getting anybody elected by ourselves. Mm -hmm. We liked the gun show. <laughs> the, so she has big muscles? I didn't know that. Yeah, they're just defined uh, yeah. and nice. Yeah. Oh, really? Like, yes. Like... So when she wears like a sheath dress, like the silhouette, you know, because it's sleeveless, uh -huh. she looks amazing. Yeah, uh, there's a perfect example. I don't really care for what she said. I mean, Rudy and I were talking about it yesterday, first book uh, that she put out. She didn't write the book and got a $25 million advance. But um, that is every celebrity. No, I understand. I understand that. But then you can't talk about how much America sucks right after that when you've just been given $25 million for nothing. That's pretty good, man. I would go, you know what's great? America, that's what's great. <laughs> they didn't give me any money to write my book. Yeah, see? Yeah, there you go. Not anywhere close to $25 million. <laughs> And I've read it, and <laughs> that should not see the light of day, Rudy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I, I, first of all, I've been very honest about this. I don't hate anybody. There are people I don't like. But this flat-out hatred that people have for other people, now, why would you waste your energy on that? Just stay away from them, right? Right. Well, we just wasted all this time on Michelle Obama again. No, we so did not. Like her. What I did was supported my friends, unlike the two of you would never do for me, of course. But I supported my friends saying, well, if you like Michelle Obama, good for you. She's not my kind of person. We but. have now had two segments on Michelle Obama, so I think you secretly like her. Oh, is that what you think? Exactly. I'm starting yeah. to think so. You're giving her a lot of promotion. You know what I'll do? I'll stand. I'll, I'll go on the news tonight on Channel 5 and go, for the first time in my life, I like Michelle Obama. <laughs> Just like she said about America. What do you think? I mean, you did send me a text that Michelle, you know, called you yesterday. She so. did. She called me yesterday, and I talked yeah. to her. She said she never liked you. That's what okay. she told me. But, uh, yeah, she was, I, I don't know what, what it was. Uh, we actually have a little bit of audio from that. Oh, you, you do? You know okay. I hate fat people. <laughs> Kristen, they're coming I don't for know me. what it was. I know, oh, I know. Oh, that's right, you can't hear it. I you, can't hear it. So can't totally hear it. it may or may not the first lady saying that she hates fat people. That's why she started the Let's, let's Move, Get Moving program. That's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible to attack her. I'm the one who said it out I'm of context. I'm not saying who, no, who's attacking anybody. Nobody's attacking anybody. Rudy's attacking me. <laughs> well, you should attack. You You deserve it. That's true. It's a big difference. Mm -hmm. You deserve to be attacked. Mm. And that's all there is to it. But, I, yeah, I, before we move on here, and I'm very serious about this. <laughs> I, before we move on, one more thing. One, one more okay, thing one more about thing. Obama. Okay. No, no, no. This is just about people in general. Don't waste your time hating people. Don't waste your time loving people you don't even know. You can like them or you can dislike them, but don't waste your energy on this hatred thing. People love to use the word hate right now. Oh, I hate that. No, you don't. You don't like it, but you don't. Ha Have you ever seen true hate? It doesn't look anything like not like in, you know, strawberry jelly. <laughs> it's not like that at all. Uh, Flat-out hatred is... 
It's not pretty, right? And that's why you love Michelle Obama. No, I love Michelle Obama because I work with two women who like her. So therefore, I support <laughs> my friends, unlike those two women who stab me in the back on a daily basis. You know what I'm saying? They're both just shrugging. Yeah. They don't even try. I yeah. love that YouTube pill. Oh, we got to take a break. Holy Christ. I just look, I can't believe that time flew by like that. Holy I know. When you're talking about Michelle Obama, I mean. Oh, you know, I'm just enthralled. You Obama head. I'm enthralled. <laughs> All right. We'll take a break. Be right back with uh, Kristen Obama or whatever the hell your name is. What is it? Bert. Michelle Bert. R-T-T. Tom. We shall take a break. Be right back in a couple minutes more with Kristen Burt right after this. As you know, my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of their lives. He didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the Giza Dream bed sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me, which is crucial for my busy schedule. Mike, well, I told you, I slept on my MyPillow last night. I have to put in about a 12, 14-hour day today, so... I got eight hours of sleep, thank God, because I'm Mike and his pillow. Mike found the world's best cotton. It's called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Giza Dream sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors. Mike's latest incredible deal is the sale of the year. For a limited time, you'll receive 50% off the Giza Dream Sheets. You'll receive a set for as low as $29.98. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square, and use promo code TOM. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow 2.0 Masters Stopper, MyPillow Towel Sets, and so much more. Go to MyPillow.com. Make sure you use the promo code TOM. I've been telling you for a couple of months now how happy I am with the MNFatLoss.com program. really has been easy and effective. I've lost 27 pounds. It just really hadn't been that hard either. I eat great food. I don't feel hungry. I have plenty of energy and enjoy this fantastic spring weather we're having. And I'm going into summer looking and feeling great. Right now, MNFatLoss.com is offering an exciting summer special, $200 off now through July 30th. But really, don't wait until the whole summer goes by to get this program started. Go to mnfatloss.com for details on this special offer. If you want to find out the secret to losing 20 to 30 pounds in just eight weeks, just like I'm doing, and save $200 on the program, schedule your free consultation, save $200, go to mnfatloss.com. That's mnfatloss.com. Of course, results may vary, and always be sure to tell the team at mnfatloss.com that Tom Bernard sent you. Guys, I want to let you know about acoustic wave therapy protocol provided by my new sponsor, Twin Cities Premier Health. It's a non-invasive, non-surgical, highly effective science-based procedure that creates an increase in blood flow and helps create new blood vessels by treating the root cause of most erectile dysfunction. Unlike using a pill to create a pharmaceutically induced erection, they treat the root cause of the problem. Age-related erectile dysfunction is most commonly caused by a buildup of plaque in the arteries that supply blood to the erectile tissue. Reach out to Twin Cities Premier Health like I did and right now receive this special offer, a free treatment and a free consultation when you book today. That is valued at $800. 952-395-4346. That's my unique phone number 952-395-4346 for their office or go to TwinCitiesPremierHealth.com and please be sure to tell them that Tom Bernard sent you. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. A couple of things. Uh, you know, <clears throat> I just uh, did a little research. Mm-hmm. This is very, very quick. We're only spending a minute on this. Yeah. We were just talking about you know, when you were at CCO and the legendary radio. You remember WCCO radio, don't you, Kristen, when you lived I do. here? Legendary radio station. It was when I came into this market, you know, all those years ago, they were huge. And then when I came back to work at KQ, Still a huge deal. Uh, just got a text message. Every person who worked there back in those heydays is no longer with us. That's, but they all lived to be like 88, 89, 97. So I guess working there must have gone well because they all lived in their late 80s or early to late 90s. So that's pretty good, don't that's, you think? Yeah. They have a good lifeline. Yeah, really. I, apparently it was a relaxing place when you weren't there. I, I agree. It's unbelievable. I caused everyone to leave. And then the other thing, yesterday we leave the family podcast. And on uh, Tuesdays, Kristen Burt and Timmy Lammers are on the uh, family podcast with us. So all the way from the third floor here in the building down to my car, I had to hear about what a wonderful person Kristen Burt is. I'm like, oh, God. Catherine, Alex, oh. You know, Randy wasn't here yesterday. So, you know, that was a different deal. But uh, no, Andy was here. I don't think AJ was here. AJ was mm-hmm. here, that's right. Oh, that's right, because Andy's going to be in today. That's what I was thinking. Ah. But, um, yeah, they were raving about you the whole way down. I went, Do you, is this the same person that I know? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I, I do. <laughs> you know, our listeners really like you, too. Did you know that? Um, you know, I got a lot of nice comments. So oh, do I you? Good. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm glad they, to hear that. They'll DM me or leave me a Facebook message, and I always interact back. Even though Tom told me not to like you, I do anyway. Is that what they <laughs> exactly. think? That's exactly what they say. <laughs> That's the deal. <laughs> it's Tom typing out messages every day. <laughs> so, Ms. Wonderful, what's the latest in Hollywood? Everybody on well, strike? I, we, I, we're probably going on strike. I, I'm just warning everyone uh. now. We're pro- we are likely going on strike. I was at an industry event last night um, for Netflix and uh, there were a lot of entertainment reporters there, and that was the, the talk of the town. And you have all the top Hollywood stars telling SAG to go hard against the Hollywood producers and just saying, yeah. let's just strike. Everyone wants a strike. I mean, that's Oh, the they thing. do. They do, they don't. You know what I mean? It's one of those situations they think the only way to get the deal that they want is to go on strike. Yeah. Nobody wants to shut down the industry. But I will tell yep. you right now, it's basically shut down as it is because we can't go anywhere without writers. That's true. Now, I have a question for you. The reason I'm, you know, one of the reasons I brought that up to you is 
that we just diverted. So you remember the, uh, the Lunds and Byerly stores in Minnesota, the grocery stores? Lunds and Byerly? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, they, 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 Lunds bought Byerly's, so it's all Lunds and Byerly's is one owner now. And they were talking about going on strike. And so I was just thinking to myself, so you got the Hollywood strike, Lunds and Byerly's. They didn't go on strike. Apparently, they, they've reached a tentative agreement. But why now? Why is everybody going on strike now, do you think? They're calling it a hot labor summer. Seriously. Okay. And um, it, it's just people that, you know, especially with inflation, in yeah. a recession, yeah. you've got uh, a lot of people who still haven't recovered from the pandemic and, and that situation. And they are saying, you know what, it's it's about time. Corporations are showing record profits mm-hmm. and people are suffering. They can't buy their family food. It used to be like, okay, we'll cut back on going out to eat. Yeah. Well, if you can't buy food at the grocery store, I mean, what's your other option? Well, and I would blame that on our politicians once again. They showed everybody, particularly corporate heads, look, you could be the biggest money-grubbing piece of crap on earth. People don't care. It became very obvious that they were talking to each other about this kind of thing. I mean, the the greed in this world, not just America either, it's in the world. The greed in this world now. What, does your cat have to go pee? She just... Got up and left. She, <laughs> she got like, up and she's left. So over. <laughs> she is not a fan. What she's did you do, Tom? Just leave it. Talk, Tom. She just Why went on. She just switched the conversation. She, she said, went on strike. Peace. Kitty went on she strike. Wanted to talk about entertainment, and yes. you went into politics and, and London exited. <laughs> no, I just you know the the strike thing. I didn't want Lunds and Byerleys to go on strike. I love going to Lunds and Byerleys. So they're not going to. They got the tentative. But so, so I did learn something by bringing it up to you that the, the summer of what was it called? Hot labor summer. Hot labor summer. Yeah. Okay. So, Hot labor summer. So it's about labor workers trying to like take back what they feel like mm-hmm. they deserve, which is, you know, wages, livable wages, things that, would that be they good. get ahead. Because people can't, you know, you, you look at this and people can't afford even buying a home right now. Los Angeles, that is oh, out God. of most people's reach at this yeah. point. It's really no sad. No, you just made me sad because I was thinking back to my very first job as a bus uh, boy and dishwasher at Donaldson's Garden Room was $1.32 an hour. I was really kicking ass, baby. Buck, buck 32 an hour, man. Can I borrow like three bucks, just work a couple hours for me? Three hours I'd have to work, and after taxes, I'd barely be able to come up with it. And you're not even going to buy a Starbucks with that, so. <laughs> no, 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 you're not. You're absolutely right about Starbucks that. Starbucks is like seven, eight bucks now. God, I love that we were talking about, I was talking to some friends of mine about the new CBD-infused drinks that they have, or THC and CBD and all that stuff. $8 a can. Mm-hmm. Eight bucks. That's a lot of money, man. But I suppose THC is not cheap, is it? No. Uh, I had one yesterday. In fact, uh, your guy sent the guy. What's your bud's name? Uh, Sean. Sean from yeah. Crested River. Yeah. That stuff is really good, by the it's way. It's so good. Yeah, we I'm had really good. Uh, Sunday. Me and Justin like split a can. We're very conservative about it. Like we both had like a fourth of one and then like halves and halves. I loved it. Mm-hmm. It was chill. It was a very like fine experience. What yeah. flavor? Um, the one I had was so good. It was like strawberry guava or something. It was mm-hmm. the brand was he had that's like the sub brand was like mini soda. Yeah, right. It yep. was so good. The uh, did you try the root beer? 
Either one of you tried the root beer? I didn't try the root beer. I had the lemon, though, and that was great. Yeah. My neighbor, Brett, is a huge fan of root beer, baby. I'll tell you that. He loves it. Did you give him that one? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No question. But, yeah, so, I mean, eight bucks, though, was like, whoa. Yeah. I know. You got to be careful, though. Rudy actually pointed this out. So the CBD ones that he gave us are, like, 30 milligrams? 20. 20? Yeah. I was like... Well, it's 10 of that CBD, though. Yeah, so just CBD. But he, you said you still felt something. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I drank, oh, yeah. I drank a little bit more than half, and I was like, ooh, boy, I better sit down for a little while. <laughs> I don't do well on, on weed anyway. Me but neither. Yeah, and I, I never, ever, ever do it in front of my daughter. But the other night, I did have a can, and I was like, oh, it's just a five. I should be okay. I've never drank one. I didn't realize that the liquid version of that hits you way faster it than does, an edible. Yep. yep. So, that bloodstream. Yeah. Well, yep. I just thought, like, I'll drink this, and then Kinley will go to bed, and then I'll finish watching <laughs> The Righteous Gemstones. About six minutes later, I'm just like, my eyes are just, like, slant. I was like, oh, boy. My daughter walks <laughs> downstairs, and she deal. goes, Dad, what was the name of the car that you used to own, the orange truck? And I was like... Colorado? <laughs> she was like, what is the matter with you? I was like, I'm just tired. Kids notice everything, too. <laughs> Kids are like the type, they are like, they'll be like, why are you sitting that way? Why are yeah. you doing this? Dad? Like, they are, even if you're not high, they make me so insecure. Like, Kenna will come over and be like, why is your hair like that? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't, what am I doing? Yeah. Oh. oh, well. Mm -hmm. We'll slog through, that's all I know. Yeah. But I, I, and I don't know why this is, and I, Maybe somebody explained it to me one day. But in order to sleep, most people take, I think, 10 to 20 milligrams or 10 to 15 milligrams. If I don't take at least 45, it does nothing. Man. Why would that be? I don't know. I take two and a half before bed, and I am out for eight hours. Like two and a half grams. Two and a half milligrams. That's, two and a half milligrams. that's all yeah. I take. Two and a half, and so I, I am out. 45. Man. That's hmm. just bizarre. Almost 20 times more than you do. Yeah. That's what? insane. Are you an elephant? Like, are they? Is is Catherine using a blow dart across the room? She does that anyway. That's got nothing to do with TV. Oh, blow dart. Or any of that stuff. You're a disaster. <laughs> yeah, you're a disaster, honey. Boom. Let me just tell. But the, the problem with that is I do sleep, but then I have a bitch of a time waking up. Do you? Yes. And then if you get up in the middle of the night, it's like, all bets are off where the urine goes kind of feel? Oh, no, no. I pay very close. But I do have to pay very close attention to that. You're right. You mm -hmm. do. Yeah. There's no toilet in here. Yeah. That's because you're not in the bathroom, the you closet. dumbass. <laughs> yeah, you're in the closet. Then. You're being in a potted plant right now. <laughs> well, that's yeah. close enough. Right? Enough. That's not so bad. But yeah, I'm going to try to cut that back to about 35 because that's just too much. Because I, I have a real hard time waking up in the morning. So Yeah, those drinks are fun, man. I, I think they're fun. It's, it's fun to have, like, as an alcoholic, like, I don't drink anything fun. So it's fun to, like, have. Even yeah. if it's, like, we have, like... A shot with a bunch of ice in it versus mm -hmm. those little drinks. Mm -hmm. um, it's fun. Yeah, yeah THC is nothing like being drunk either. No. It's, it's not like it at all. People think, well, it's, what's, you're still intoxicated. No, you're not. No. It's different. Mm -hmm. We're California sober, or sober yeah. as Kristen would say. California. Right. What's that now? That means you just you do can weed, do, you but can... you don't do anything else. Yeah. Well, that's good. And anxiety meds as well. <laughs> At our household. That's right. Okay, anxiety. Good luck, that. good luck not getting addicted to those. <laughs> and everyone fentanyl. does Adderall because it keeps you skinny. Yeah. <laughs> What's Adderall? Is that a is that a medication? Yeah, I think it's used for ADHD. For oh, a lot of okay. Yeah. But I it see. keeps you real thin. They got a bunch of new weight loss stuff that's coming on the market now. Apparently they're they're taking it off of the uh, the private list or whatever the hell they call that. 
I bet I, there's a bunch of new weight loss medications, I guess, that are yeah. just Ozempic, Manjaro, yeah. Yeah. Govi, all of them. They're, they're all, like, hot in the market here in California. Right. If you notice, all of your celebrities are starting to look super, super skinny. Don't let them tell you it was Pilates. <laughs> no, Kristen. It's, it's the, the mantra is... I've been sleeping more and I quit drinking. And it's like, okay, Kyle. Yeah. I know. Oh, Kyle. I know. Kyle Richards. I, she, you know, I will say she is spending time in the gym because she is those muscles that she has. She is ripped. So she's doing some weightlifting. I'll give her that. That's, you know, as long as it doesn't kill that. you, that's not a bad idea to lose weight. You're healthier. Yeah. But yeah. man, that Ozempic word on the street is you have to be on it forever. Oh, do you? Yes. Yeah. And like, otherwise, you gain the weight back and then some. Really? And they don't know what real long-term, and, and not talking, because originally Ozempic was used for diabetics, but we're talking about people who are just using it for weight loss. You don't know what the long-term effects are for someone who's on it for many, many years, What's a, what that's going to do to your body. All right, I have to do it. Oh, 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 Ozempic. <laughs> I had to sing the jingle, sorry. Anyway, well, getting be sponsors. Now. Yeah, uh, yeah. Can they do that? Well, I suppose they probably could. You could. <gasps> we all become skinny legends. That's all yeah. you need. Just violently skinny. Fine. Yeah, there's a couple that I know that are on it together right now, and they, it does work because they are definitely skinny. And I saw them the other day. I said, "Are you two in a race to be in the next Sally Struthers commercial? What is up? Like, you guys need to start putting some weight back on because this is getting. And it's weird because they're doing the Al Sharpton thing." Where the body is super small, but the head, head hasn't shrunk. Oh, yeah. And it's just like, yep. you guys look like a bobblehead. Could you? <laughs> yeah, it's called to... lollipop head. And then you get ozempic face yeah. because it ages your face. Because oh, you does become it? sort of like, sort of hollow. Oh, sure. It hollows out your face. Sure. Yeah. So now, all of course, you know, all the cosmetic industry is very excited because then you need to fill your face back up somehow um, with filler and you know injectables because now you have ozempic face and you look old yeah oh no you have ozempic face not me you i just thought i'd ozempic pretend face. i was back on the playground this is the tom bernard morning show the tom bernard morning show streamed every morning on the tom bernard show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts